Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know I'm right on football week 16 in the league where they pay. They play for pay. The National Football League. Nick Durst here with Joe Calabrese. Joe, the season's almost over. And really all that we are looking at now is going to be who wins the AFC South. We know which, you know, we know both the Titans and Colts are in. We're going to see who gets the one seed in the NFC. It's going to be the Packers or the Saints. Right now the Packers have the leg up. And then we're going to see who wins the NFC East. And it is all going to come down to week 17. It's crazy stuff. We got the Eagles, Cowboys today. You got next week, you got Eagles, Washington, Giants, Dallas. So it's looking like the Cowboys are going to be in play to win that division title next week. Yes, the Cowboys, they're still in play to win the NFC East. Uh, the, The Saints did themselves good by beating Minnesota. Uh, Tampa Bay did themselves good. They secured a playoff spot. And uh, for all purposes, it, it seems like they're in the, the driver's seat for that 4-5 or five game, which would be the NFC's winner, which right now looks like Washington, but you are totally correct. Dallas is in there uh, as well. Uh, Arizona did themselves no favors yesterday. Uh, very, very winnable game against San Francisco. Uh, they let that get away from them. They did not perform their best. So, uh, Arizona's in trouble because now the Bears control their own destiny. So that's going to be interesting uh, to see what they do today. But, uh, yeah, season's almost over. Uh, for the most part, most teams have gotten through this. We've had a couple of COVID scares in between, but we knew we were going to have that. Uh, but for the most part, it, it's been pretty solid season. Right. Uh, and we're we're going to get ready to start week 16. Yeah, and uh, Jets looking to lock out the number two pick today because the Browns have some COVID <laughs> issues. Yes, they do. They do. That's going to be very, very interesting. I see a lot of people are actually betting on the Jets again today. Got uh, I would have said, yeah, I would have said that would have been would have been crazy before last week. But I mean, listen, you beat the Rams on the road. I don't care if you're all in thirteen, which they were. It's still a pretty good win. Uh, but I, I'm not a huge fan of the or believer in the if Rams. You're a G, if you're a GM or a coaching candidate, I mean, what, don't you got to say Jacksonville's the place you want to go? Uh, I mean, yes and no. Maybe uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, all all of those spots above the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Falcons, right? You go to Atlanta, you have Matt Ryan. You go to the Jets, you, you have Sam Donald to work with. Uh, or if you go to Jacksonville, you're most likely going to have Trevor Lawrence in the first overall pick. So, and all three of those spots uh, also have uh, teams with a lot of cap space, I believe. Uh, I definitely actually, would not want to. I would not want to go to Detroit. That's the last place I want to be the coach. Oh, yeah. No, no, nobody wants to go to Detroit. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're at the point where we're going to see that the carousel start real soon. And by carousel, I mean, you know, I could see the Lions moving Matt Stafford. Mm. Uh, I could see the Falcons moving Matt Ryan. You know, I could see a lot of a, a lot of different things like that. I think uh, I'd rather be the Texans head coach on the Jets. Uh, I mean, you get Deshaun Watson, so that's right. that's a fair trade off. So, so, assuming the Jets get the number two pick, 
what would you do if you were Joe Douglas? You keeping Darnold or are you gonna yes. dump? I would him? keep okay. Darnold. I would I would either take the uh the left tackle. I'll take a left tackle or or a tackle at that spot, or I would trade down and I would accumulate more picks. Maybe they take the Heisman Trophy finalist wide receiver from Alabama. Yeah, I mean a lot of people or or Jamar Chase from LSU, a lot of people are are, are very high on both, as am I. But I think if you're going to make a trade like that, I, I think it makes sense to at least trade down a couple of spots first, uh, just simply because I think the value is too high. Um, I think Justin Fields, for all intents and purposes, Ohio State quarterbacks have been very, very mislately, but oh, I do like Justin oh. Fields. Yeah, but I do like Justin Fields. Bad Fields looked against Northwestern in the Big Ten title game. So He did look bad, but he's and got a chance watch, to redeem him. Watch how bad Bad, he's going to look in comparison to Trevor Lawrence when he gets destroyed by Clemson. Yeah, <laughs> which is inevitably going to happen. Clemson's Clemson. going to win the national title again. again. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> Especially after the way they looked against Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame played them pretty tough and beat them earlier this season, uh, but obviously that was without Trevor Lawrence and and all that. But. Uh, we should get started here with the games. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think Wilson from BYU and Ian Ian Book. I think uh, Buck. Yep. those, those two Buck. guys you should keep an eye on because I think they're going to be better than Mr. Fields out of Ohio State. Uh, all right, some some injury notes or whatnot. Eric Murray and Hunter Henry, they're on the reserve COVID list. Uh, you got some other notes here, which is that let's see who else is out. You know, oh, Smith, Alex Smith's going to be in, but Alex he hasn't take, gonna he, be in. He didn't take any reps this week. So we'll see how that works. Uh, and then we also have the fact that Cam Newton's going to play. Uh, I, I think he's going to get pulled, though. Like we had Mr. Tua Tagovailoa get pulled last night and bring in Fitz for the win. And Mike Francesa was so happy about that. Keenan yeah, they, finally, they finally did the pitcher uh, the Went pitcher to the bullpen. Into the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not good for the psyche of a young rookie quarterback. I, that's totally fair, but I, I, I think some of these players are built tougher than than people would, would imagine. I think – well, I think that part, the mental part of the game is, is very, very real. I think the fact that like players getting discouraged when they're pulled or, or anything like that I think is a little overrated uh, because we've seen it before in different locker rooms. Uh most, for the most part, most locker rooms are, are are totally united. Everybody gets behind everybody. So when you win a game, it, it, it doesn't matter how you get there uh, or, or the bumps that you take along the way. You end up winning the game. You win the game. The locker room is excited, and that's what we saw from Miami last night. And, and right. uh, Raiders missed the playoffs on a field goal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, so, Raiders uh, will not finish 9-7 and seven like we thought they would. 8-8. Eight eight. Even though they were close. But 8-8, eight eight, I think, is, is still going to be – Next year, uh, Antonio Gibson questionable. So that's big for for Washington. There. I think Terry McLaurin is out with an ankle injury. Yep. Uh, Allen Robinson of the Bears. He's out. He's out. He's out. Questionable. Tyree Kill's questionable. There's no sense in him playing. He's got he's probably not going to play. Uh, and Allen is Keenan uh, Allen has a chance to play. Uh, that had that with an ankle injury, so that game has fantasy implications. Absolutely. Uh, Alvin Kamara probably won a lot of people their yeah, fantasy absolutely. championship with six touchdowns. Uh, players that are definitely out, you got James Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Wyatt Teller, Julio Jones, Alex Mack, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Tyler Boyd, Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Hunter Henry, as I mentioned, Joey Bosa, Christian McCaffrey out again, wasted season for him, Cam Akers and Golden Tate, but Daniel Jones is going to play. Uh, and the other news and we'll get into this right after this, is just that looks like a lot of teams want Urban Meyer to be their head coach. Uh, you got to assume the Jets are going to call him up. But is he going to be interested in going to the pros? I don't know. I, I think he's going to sit know. out of the year, and I think we're going to see him coaching the Texas Longhorns in 2022. That's yep. my prediction. That's not a bad prediction. Uh, yeah, I mean – And Urban- Fangio is not getting fired when he shouldn't because the Broncos just you know, didn't have enough this year. So he's staying. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think I, I I always think you need to give coaches at least into their third season before you you really evaluate them and see is this a guy I can move forward right. with. This so, yeah, coach? so in that thing, that you should let Adam Gase come back for a third season. <laughs> uh, no, let's, he's, let's, some some guys are the exception to the rule, and 
I think last year's fluky second half run for the Jets, uh, that kind of bought him a little bit of time. But you go one and fifteen coming off a season where you started that poorly. What if they go three and zero out down the stretch here, I still think you're gonna get rid of him. All right, let's let's let's. Oh, and also, uh, Tyreek Tyreek Hill. Uh, is expected to play. Ah, interesting. All yeah. right, let's get to the games here. We got to bring in uh, someone here to help us with our picks this week. So here he is. He's a famous Twitcher, but he's on the Somerset Patriots as well. And he is the notorious one, Joe Kenyonis. Joe, hey. welcome to the show. Yeah. What an intro. Thank you so much, man. You're very welcome. He's ready for the Giants game, so you got to like that. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Definitely ready. So, Joe, why don't you tell everybody real quick about your Twitch channel? Oh, my Twitch. I get a plug. Oh, this is awesome. Um, so actually, I just recently started doing Twitch. Um, it's only been like a month and a half. Uh, we're creeping up on on 1K followers. I have like 20 more to go to that. Um, I basically just stream uh, MLB The Show and and Call of Duty, Fortnite, uh, some fun games like that. But um, built a, a pretty crazy community pretty quickly. Uh, met a lot of cool people, um, some other minor leaguers. Um, Pretty pretty close with uh, Ben Verlander now, who's Justin Verlander's brother, who also streams. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Gaming IQ Live if you want to check it out. All right, sounds good. And if you want to make some money, visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code FREECASH, all caps, one word. That's nj.pointsbet.com. Enter the promo code FREECASH, all caps, one word. And now it is time for our NFL Game Picks of the Week, Week 16. Big week in the NFL season, of course, and of course, a big week in your fantasy football leagues as well. So we started, we talked about them a little bit before, but we'll start, we'll stick local to where we are. We're all in the New York, New Jersey area. So we got to talk about the Cleveland Browns without their four wide receivers coming to MetLife to play the New York Jets, who are looking, up to, looking to lock up the number two pick in the NFL draft. We'll start with Joe C on this one, and we will. See what Joe has to say on this big game here in which the Jets were like 11-point underdogs and now they're only six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Yeah, I think over the past couple of weeks, the Jets have, have been much more competitive. So I think the line moving here is not really truthfully a surprise. Uh, I think what we'll see this week is very similar to the Browns-Giants game that you saw on Sunday Night Football last week. Uh, I think – both teams are going to be able are are going to struggle to move the the, the football. Uh, I do like Baker Mayfield. I think Mayfield has played very very well the past few weeks. Uh, I think this is going to be a huge bounce back spot uh, for both Browns running backs. And unfortunately, Kareem Hunt had to get me eight points last week uh, on Monday on uh, Sunday Night Football, and he only got me five or so. So I ended up losing my fantasy game by like two points. It was really 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 brutal loss, but. That said, I think both Browns running backs will bounce back this week. I like them both. I think Chubb will have a huge game. Uh, So I'm really not afraid to lay the points with the Browns. Uh, I think their rushing offense uh, is going to basically win the turnover battle here. So give me the Browns. Uh, I'm seeing them like we are, right? They are, what are they, minus six or six and a half? Six and a half. Six and a half now, yeah. So I think six and a half is fine. Uh, I think this is going to be a touchdown or a two-score game. Uh, a lot of teams have come over to the New York area twice this season and have had success doing it. So uh, I'm not really too concerned about the Browns, you know, being back-to-back in, in, with the New York game. So give me the Browns minus six and a half. Uh, I think the past couple of weeks they've shown that they are a, a legitimate, legitimate team. Uh, are they a threat to win the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Uh, but one more win gets you in the playoffs. You win this game you're in. I think so. Uh, give me the Browns here. All right, Joe Q. What do you think of yeah. this one? Um, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off that as well. I'm also taking the Browns. Um, I wouldn't touch the the spread in this game. I, I definitely go the money line. That seems like the safer bet for me if I was betting. Um, but if you take the money line at minus 185, um, I definitely am looking to parlay with that would maybe something that I also see as a lock maybe down the road, maybe a Kansas city game or something like that. But um, I definitely think it, the wide receiver issues that they're having, what's that all that's all COVID related, right? Yes. Completely COVID yes. related. Sure. So it, to me, it doesn't matter. I, I don't, 
I don't really know where the Jets are at as an organization in terms of are they flopping or are they winning? I know there's been a lot of talk about that. And I know there were a couple guys on the roster who says like, hey, I don't come here to lose. I don't care who who's in the draft. And and there are other guys who are like, well, I'm kind of indifferent about it and, and everything like that. So um, I think the smart thing to do for the Jets is just to continue to lose. Just going to put that out there. But yes. um, <laughs> I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see uh, logistically how morale wise or I think you, you guys are probably going to have um, a, a decent roster overhaul for next year anyway. So you don't have to really worry about building this team up too, too greatly in terms of team building and morale and things like that. But um, besides that, I, I, I personally wouldn't touch the spread because just of the wide receiver thing and the Jets did are coming off of some games where. I mean, they were they were a fluky touchdown away from the other a team. Uh, some blown coverage from two wins. So I'm just going to avoid anything fluky and say six and a half. It's just not enough for me. I think that if you're into in-game betting, as that you're going to see that 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 spread fluctuate pretty crazily through the game. But I think the money line with the with another lock as a parlay is a, is a safe bet. I could see the Jets winning and the Jaguars. Also winning today. So the Jaguars would lose first. And then Jets turns to be like, yes, yes. And then the Jets pull out a late one and they, they win and they lock <laughs> up the number two pick. Wouldn't that be crazy, Joe? See. That would be something. That I think in this one, I, if it was seven and a half like it was last night, I would take the Jets. Six and a half. I'm gonna go with Cleveland here. I think the Browns still win this game. Uh, you know, they should have called him Victor Cruz. He could have maybe got a 99 yard <laughs> against the Jets to end their, their hopes or something. But I think they'll they'll run the ball and uh, they'll be able to do enough here to, to beat the Jets. I'm, I'm going to take the under in this one, though. I don't think there's going to be much much points. Yeah, nine many points. All right, so I talked about the Jaguars. So we got the Bears at the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are eight point underdogs in this one. All year we've been picking the Jaguars with the with the the points, but the last two weeks they did not come up big for us. So I'm going with the Bears in this one. Minus eight, it's a big number. You know it's in Jacksonville, but I've seen enough from the Bears the past few weeks, especially with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback making the offense lively to know that the Bears are gonna be able to put up some points. Uh, and the Jaguars have Mike Glennon going for them in this game. But I'm gonna go with the Bears. I think Trubisky gets it done. The Bears still trying to, you know, finish strong here. I don't think they were officially eliminated from the playoffs yet either. So uh, they obviously have to win this game and other things have to break their way. But give me the Bears in this one, Joe Q. Um, is, so Mike Glennon starting for Jack is that, is that technically like a revenge game for him then against Chicago? Technically, I think that counts. Right, yeah. it counts kind of if we want to finagle it. Um, I, I honestly like the Bears a lot in this game as well. Um. And if I'm not mistaken, the last time I took a peek at the playoff picture, things have really opened up for the Bears the last couple of weeks. I think some teams lost, and they're actually in a position that if they take care of All business, right. um, they are, yep. are going to come out. Cardinals lost. Cardinals lost yeah. last night. So. Exactly. So, so I think you have a very motivated Bears team um, going in. Again, I, I think minus eight is a big number as well. Um, yeah, I, I would be very comfortable taking the Bears. Um, what's the over-under here? 46 and a half. Uh man, I don't know. Maybe maybe you do something if you're going to take Jacksonville in this game. Maybe you take something cheeky and take them on the under. Plus, you get plus a hundred for forty six and a half on Jacksonville. But other than that, I think Jack uh, Chicago controls this game from start to finish. Yeah, Chicago right now with the you know with a win today they are eight and seven and they are in the playoffs. Yeah, so and very motivated. Chicago team. Yeah. Or at least tied with the Cardinals for the last spot. So certainly think they're going to win this one. All right, Joe. See. Yeah, I think we, it's also uh, relevant to say David Montgomery has been really good the last month or so. Yeah. Uh, he, he seemed to, to – the light bulb seemed to, to have come on for him and the Bears offense. And, and I think in tandem uh, with Mitch Trubisky, I think both of them being able to run uh, gives the Bears the best chance to win. So yeah. Uh, you know, to echo both of your points, uh, I think the Bears will control most of the flow of the game. Uh, I think the Bears will win, but I do think the the line is just it's a lot to cover. Uh, I'm okay with with grabbing the points uh, in Jacksonville, 
Uh, but I do think that the Bears are better. I do think they'll control the game. I do think they'll win the game. Uh, and I think next week we'll have, they'll have the opportunity uh, basically win and they're in, right? So they, they control their own destiny here. So yeah. I think that'll give them a little extra motivation. So uh, so we'll take the Jaguars uh, plus the eight, but we'll take the Bears to win the game. All right, next game up, we'll start with Joe Q because he's got the hat on and he got <laughs> the Giants. Oh, we got a little giant thing right here. I don't know if you can see it because I got cut off. But nice. yeah, yeah, we yeah. see it. We, yeah, taking yeah, on it. taking on the Baltimore Ravens, and this one as we could we take a full screen look at Joe's Ooh. Giants thing here. There we go. We got nice nice little studio here. Thanks, we got to step our games up, Joe. Yeah, right. this is just, well, I did this for Twitch, so you guys are fine. Trust me. If I wasn't on Twitch, I'd have like a blank wall. Trust me, I tell you. So. Giants, they need to win. They have to win this game. Taking on the Ravens, and Giants are 10-point underdogs. So mm-hmm. what do you think, Joe? So, obviously, I'm going to try to leave my bias and, and fandom at the door here. And objectively speaking, you don't like the Giants, this matchup for the Giants whatsoever. I mean, we have a leaky secondary. We've, we've had a leaky secondary for, for some time now. Um, the pass rush has been pretty good this year, and that's what's led to some sneaky games where – um, we can we can get a win against Russell Wilson and, and the Seahawks, but um, I think that's going to be the only quality win that that the Giants uh, pull out this year. Um, I think that the the lack of confidence uh, in the in the quarterback position this year is going to play a role. I think the fact that we were going between Daniel Jones and Colt McCoy, and those are two viable options, and nothing against Colt McCoy. I think he came in there and did exactly what you want from a backup quarterback. Exactly what you want from a backup. Yes. Go managed, to Seattle and win. <laughs> yeah, go to Seattle and win. You, but, but again, keep the ball under your possession. Don't turn the ball over. Manage the game. Manage the clock. And obviously the running game has been a pleasant surprise with Wayne Gallman kind of coming into his own. And it'll be pretty interesting how they're going to use Wayne going forward with Saquon coming off of his injury. But – um, I'm trying to say as much nice things about the Giants as I can before I say that I, I think they get blown out here. I, I don't think this game is close. Um, the, the defense has been stingy and, and, and awesome. I don't know how Blake Martinez is not a pro bowler, so riddle me that. Um, I'm very happy about uh, Bradbury. And, but Evan, and, and Evan, Ingram's, Evan, Evan Ingram's a pro bowler. Like, I can't yeah. catch a ball or block. Dude, listen, I'll tell you firsthand, Evan Ingram, he's like one drop pass away from, from being – out of, out of football. I mean, seriously, because he can't pass block. He can't run block. His only uh, go-to thing was um, being a matchup nightmare for tight end – or, sorry, for linebackers and, and for safeties, and, and have, but he can't catch the ball. So that kind of uh, evens that out. So I think the Giants um, get blown out. I think it's pretty safe to take the Ravens on across the board here in terms of the spread, the, 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 over, uh, the under, and, and, and the money line. Um, obviously, they're, they're big favorites, minus 500. But uh, I, I don't think this game is competitive. Um, I think past the first quarter, it's going to be uh, pretty tough to watch for Giants. Today. Joe, you agree? Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of those points. Uh, I, unfortunately, we're going to see, I think the first half is going to be uh, a little slower just because of the Giants defense. It seems like it always keeps them in games. Uh, but towards the end of the second half, I, th- I feel like uh, the second quarter, I mean, I feel I feel like the game's going to start to get away from them. And then once the third quarter rolls around, by that point, I think the Ravens will have built a two or three score lead uh, and they won't look back. Uh, so I am with Joe. I'm going to take the Ravens here and I'm going to lay the 10 easily. And a couple of weeks ago, Nick, I told you the Giants got to win two or four of these games and they only won one of three so far. And uh, now this Ravens game is looking much harder than it did a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think for the Giants, I mean, from where they were, they were looking one fifteen at in the face or two and fourteen at the face. So they made they won a couple of games middle of the season. Uh, those were very prideful games. I think. Uh, I think Joe Judge, for the most part, uh, has been solid in his first year. Yeah. I think he's done a lot of really good building things. Uh, so you have to see what he does in year two before you can make an evaluation on him. But for the most part, I think he's been really solid this year. I think decision-making last week against the Browns, a couple of those decisions were kind of shaky, but uh, he coached a certain way because he realized that uh, he didn't have his full offense and he needed to take advantage. So uh, I'm going to be curious to see how good judges next year, what they uh, a better offense or a more healthier offense or something, because it's definitely been the offense that has weighed down the defense this year. 
Do you think oh. Jason Garrett stays around till next year as well? I don't know. You got to ask Nick. I'm, yeah, well, he's not. Getting, he's not getting a head coaching job. So. Of course not. <laughs> Listen, the, there's, there's only one problem with the Giants, and it's Daniel Jones. The guy is not. He's not the franchise. And Evan Ingram. And Evan, Evan Ingram is also an issue, but you know, between these two guys, they cost them at least three games that they could have yeah. won. So yeah. they would have been clinched the playoffs already with seven wins. But now, do you they think, got Daniel Jones? Do you think that completely falls on Jones, or do you think it has a lot to do with the play, play calls he's getting in from Garrett? Because how much he's not an Eli Manning, he's not a veteran. Like you said, he's had a different head coach his entire tenure, right? Do you well, think that he's just kind of getting the call and he's like, "Hey guys, this is the play we've got to run." He doesn't have the uh, the stain as a veteran yet to say, "Hey, you know what? Check, check, check. I'm going to audible this and then go back to the sideline and say, "Yeah, I told you so." Or if it doesn't go the way he thought, saying. Hey, well, I saw something I liked. You got to deal with it because I'm Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, Jason Garrett, he's not good. I mean, they they uh, they run the ball on third and twenty from your own five, and it gets you know, they just do stupid stuff. The, but yeah. Daniel Jones was bad last year, and there's there's one thing you can't fix from the offense coordinator, and that's ball security. You saw mm-hmm. last like, two weeks ago, Jones three fumbles. So today, I'm gonna I'll say Jones one fumble, one interception to blow the game. And that's what's going to happen. Ravens are going to win this game. It's going to be a blowout, unfortunately. The defense will hang tough for the first half, but eventually they'll just get tired. they get worn out. Uh, there's only so much that Graham Gano can do here offensively for the Giants. And Ingram, he'll definitely drop at least two, two, two balls today to show everybody why he is, in fact, a pro bowler. All right, next <laughs> game up, you got the Falcons and the Chiefs. Uh, you know, Let's not spend too much time on this. The Chiefs essentially locked up the number one seed with that Steelers loss. Uh, they'd have to lose the last two games and then hope this then the Steelers have to win out. So not very likely here. Uh, but the Falcons are just a disaster. So I'll say the Chiefs win this one. They're ten and a half point underdogs, which is a big line. But I think I'll take them anyway in this one. Uh, Le'Veon Bell might have a pretty pretty good game here uh, for the first time in a while. Uh, we'll start with Joe C on this one. Yeah, it's certainly possible. Uh, I think this game is, I mean, it's not a throwaway, but it just, when I, when I look at the Falcons coming into this game, uh, I can't see how they're going to put up a, a super competitive effort against the chiefs. Uh, I think with the, the way the chiefs are now, uh, what is it? Uh, one more win. Do they, they clinch the number one seed or do they need both of them? Just one won. win punches the one the, for the one seed, right? So win this game, you're the top seed in the AFC. Uh, the playoffs go through you, go through our head stadium like it did last year, and that led to a Super Bowl, which worked out really well for them. Uh, so I'm not afraid of the 10.5 here. I'm going to lay the 10.5. I'm going to lay it with Mahomes. Uh, I do think the over-under is a little high. I think 53 is a little too steep. I think the Falcons have struggled uh, to, to finish drives and, and, and put up touchdowns. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but I do like the Chiefs. I like laying the 10 and a half here. All right, Joe, what do you think? Um, so I think it's pretty obvious who's going to win this game. I think I'd be shocked if a different result came from this game. But what, what I will say from a betting perspective is what you want to hope for is Atlanta to go up by, I don't know, 17 to 20 points and then just lay the house on Kansas City. Because if you if you bet that way, consistent, if you had just put – um, I don't know, 50 bucks every time the Falcons went up on the other team by like, I, I think, did, didn't they do that early in the year against the Cowboys? Because I think I, I physically bet That's on true. that game. They were up, it was like 50 to three or something. It was terrible. <laughs> and I was just like, I had just won um, and cashed out mid game on a parlay that I was up huge on. So I was like, oh, you know what? As a joke, I was talking to my buddy and I just threw like, you know, 10 bucks on the, and, and the Cowboys come back and win. But yeah, what you hope for in this game is that the Falcons go up and that you're able to maybe shave off that, that minus 500 uh, from the Chiefs. If you can get anywhere from – I would take minus 100, minus 105, minus 150 on it. If you get into the 100s, bet on the Chiefs You know, in-game. Other than that, don't touch this uh, pregame from a better perspective whatsoever unless you're throwing the Chiefs into a nice, safe parlay um, and then like the third team in just to kind of shave off some of the odds from there. But I think the Chiefs win easy. I think it's pretty self-explanatory why. And um, even if the Falcons have a lead, I have no faith in them keeping it. All right, next game up here, 
Can it be? Can it be? The Steelers going to lose four in a row. Are they going to just go in this downward tailspin here? They're playing a good team in the Colts. And, and the fact of the matter is, I think if you know if the Colts <laughs> win this game and the Titans lose, the Colts then become the number three seed. Wow. So very mo- huge motivation here for the Colts. Yep. This game's only a one-point uh, game at this point with the, the Colts, the favorites in Pittsburgh, which you never see. You never see that when the Steelers no, are good. The line, the line moved too. So yeah. we will we'll start with Joe C on this one. Where, where are you thinking on this one? This is a game where I would not bet. I would not. I don't know which way to go. So I kind of stay away from this one. So what do you think, Joe? Yeah. Well, so we saw last week that the whole dancing on the the logo thing didn't really work out for the Steelers. So uh, I don't think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be dancing on any logos, you know, for the rest of his career. I think he learned his lesson from that. Uh, yes, three losses in a row. Not even three. Ba- I mean, the first two games that they lost, Washington and Buffalo, uh, they were due to lose the game. Buffalo, I think, is a pretty good team. The fact that they lost to Cincinnati last week is a huge wake-up call. Uh, I think they're they, – I don't, I don't think they were nearly as good – as everybody thought they were. Uh, I mean, a lot of people were, were calling them the most overrated 11 and 0 team that had ever existed. And that kind of seems to be uh, holding true right now. I think the line in this game moved the wrong way. Cause I think the Steelers are going to come out motivated to win this game, especially knowing how good the Colts are. And especially knowing that I get the opportunity to bet against Phillip rivers on the other end. Uh, Philip Rivers has been good the last couple of weeks, uh, but they're always two or three games a year. You got to circle on the schedule. Uh, he always seems to have a couple of games a year where, where he's laden with turnovers. I could see that game happening right now. Uh, it's a really huge game for seeding purposes because both of these teams are going to be in the playoffs, uh, I think. So uh, I think the line moved the wrong way. You're giving me one with the Steelers. I'm going to take it. Uh, they do have a couple of concerns, I guess, with injuries, but I'm not really too scared about that. I think the Colts are really, really good. I think the defense is really, really good, but I think the Steelers stopped the skid today. So uh, give me the one. I'm not afraid to to go against the green and go against where the uh, the money is going right now. So Juju Smith-Schuster is an idiot. Uh, the guys, He likes to dance more than play football, and I saw this back since he was in USC. The good thing is today, if he's dancing on the logo, it's his own logo because the game's in Pittsburgh. And yeah. I'm sure he's going to be dancing still because he's that much of an, of an idiot. Uh, but I think in this, I think the Steelers, you got, I think the Steelers plus one. Uh, it's going to be a close game, I believe. Uh, even all their Steelers losses were close. So this one, I think, I think the Steelers, they, they know they need to win this game and they're going to come out. But, you know, saying that, I would not be surprised if the Colts win, of course. All right, Joe Q. Um, so a couple points. Number one, we're going to find out what type of player uh, uh, Juju is whether he's a, like a clown exactly like you're saying or he's somebody who goes out does something like that gets whacked across the middle field and his team loses does he come back stronger in like and you know with a revenge uh, I've got something to prove mindset and maybe he goes off today and the Steelers really defend the, the home field or um, you know does he just kind of go away to the, the green pastures and, and uh, not become the same player again um, I think I'm going to go with the first one. Um, but to play off a point that Joe made about the money line, if, if you're giving me plus 100 with a team that's going to be in the playoffs, who, what do they have, 12 wins? They're an 11 win team. I know they're on a skid, but if I can get plus 100 on an 11 win team on a game that quite honestly could go down to the final two minutes. Um, it's going to be an ebb and flow game. I'm going to take those. And that's that's where my money is going to sit. Um, and especially if you use an app like FanDuel or, or – um, Points bet. Yeah, points, points bet. bet. <laughs> points bet. Sorry, points bet. Um, I'm sure you can cash out mid-game as well. Sure. Why don't you go to ng.pointsbet.com, enter our promo code, free cash, free cash. and we'll get, you get free cash. You're going to win. I, I sure will. I sure will. And, again, <laughs> what, what is it, point bet? nj.pointsbet.com. You know it's funny. You're in New Jersey. <laughs> because, because, because FanDuel has been letting me down. So I had been looking for a new thing because they had did 
a lot of glitches and I think so NJ point bet might be my new betting site for the foreseeable future and 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 they're they're my boys so for cash um for free cash you can't turn down free cash but I think you might be getting a lot of free cash I don't know how you take if you're betting on this game I don't know how you take Indianapolis because again it is going to be a coin flip and you get crappy odds for a coin flip if you're going to coin flip it go plus 100 get your money's worth it's going to be a close game it's a 50-50 um, and those are the best odds that you can ask for when betting in a game. So um, I think you go with uh, uh, Pittsburgh at home here. I don't know if you ever could believe me saying this, but Juju Smith-Schuster needs to take some notes from Antonio Brown. He's got to show up, be a professional, and score a touchdown. <laughs> Do your job. Imagine that. Imagine that. Oh, my gosh. All right, next game up here, we got the Bengals, the red-hot Bengals, who just, yeah, Bengals. just beat up on the Steelers, take on the Texans. This game is just not a game anybody's going to be watching. That's for sure. No, There's no implications no, no. on anything. Uh, so real quick, we'll just give our our picks here. Uh, it's a huge line for some reason. Texans minus seven and a half. We'll start with Joe Q on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go with the Deshaun Watson factor. Um, uh, in games like this, I just ride with the better quarterback because that's where the, the, the game usually lies. It lies in the hands of the quarterback. So I'm going to go with the, the Texans. All right, Joe C. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson is a really great reason to lay the points in this game. Uh, yeah, but you're right. Uh, if anything, I like the over in this game. I think we'll see some points out of these two teams today. Uh, but I, I agree with Joe. Deshaun Watson, I think it's an easy decision to lay the points here. I think the Bengals played in their Super Bowl last week against the Bengals. Uh, I'm sorry, against the Steelers. Uh, yeah. Primetime game. Uh, very, like, these bad teams only get one primetime game most for the most part of the year maybe some of them get two and you know if the if the expectations were not met but uh last week was their super bowl they played national tv on against the steelers they played their hearts out they dominated most of that game they controlled most of that game they won that game uh that was the big game that they needed this season uh that game probably was for joe burrow and mm-hmm. or have we've reached the point now the where, for all the joes out there all the joes yeah. out there yeah, yeah joe that was a great name uh, but yeah, I, this is—I don't think this game is going to be uh, particularly close in the second half. I think the, the the Texans will build up a two or three score lead. I think Watson's going to have one of his best days of the year. I think all the Texans for for fantasy and DFS purposes are our big time plays today. So give me the Texans and laying the seven and a half too. Seven and a half is a big line, but I mean it's crazy thinking about two bad teams and saying, "Oh, this team's at least a touchdown better," but. I'll go with you guys. I'll do the Joe Q reason, which is Deshaun Watson's the best player in the game. So we'll go with the Texans. All right, next game up. Huge playoff implications in this one. The Panthers are going to take on the Washington football team. Alex Smith is playing, but I don't know if he's 100% healthy. If he's 100% healthy, he, he took the reps. You say Washington wins this game. They clinch the division. Uh, but that's not the case. Uh Oh, I don't know. Something must ha- just happened. At the, the, uh, the line is suspended. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to change the line there. Either that or that game got canceled due to COVID. So I just watched that as well. Yeah. So that I Washington was one-point favorites, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe because of the, the QB issues, they don't know what's – Yeah. Hold the, hold the game. So I guess we'll just give our regular game picks here. And I think I'm going to go with the Panthers in this one. I think they're going to get this win. Oh, we have updated – it updated, updated for me. It's back. All right, now yeah. it's back. Now, back to one. now, now it's one one point favorites Panthers. So I think Panthers are going to win this game outright. So I'll take the Panthers minus one. Uh, Joe C. Yeah, I mean it all depends on uh, who plays, not who plays and who doesn't. Uh, I think Washington's looked really good the last couple of weeks. Carolina has been super competitive, but I think Washington's defense. Uh, has been playing at a, at a playoff caliber level. And I think they're probably the most underrated unit in the NFL. So uh, I like Ron Rivera. I think he's, he's done a really good job with this team this year. They toughed out a lot of games. They played in a lot of gritty, dirty, low scoring games. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily see this game being like super low scoring, but I do think they'll, they'll be able to hold Carolina's offense in check. So I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with Washington. I think, I think, and I also think the playoff motivation for them uh, is going to be a lot. So I'm okay with taking the plus one at home in this scenario with them. All right, Joe Q. 
Yeah, as a Giants fan, obviously I want the the Washington football team to to come up short. Um, but I agree with Joe here. I just think you take the home team here in these in these coin flip games. Again, another another good plus one hundred money line to bet if you were feeling froggy. I know we just mentioned the Steelers at home. I think Washington and the Steelers both have a lot to prove. If you parlay those two games together, you're gonna have a nice little payout for yourself. So um, I'd be pretty comfortable taking Washington. I think, um, like Joe said, they're a pretty gritty team. I, I don't think they're the most underrated team. And this is going to sound silly. I'll wait till we talk to this team because I don't think we've talked about this team yet. Yeah, we're going to talk about this other team. But um, I don't think they're the most underrated team. I just think they don't get respect. They're not gonna, and I don't think anybody in the NFC East is going to get respect, nor deserves it due to the fact that it's one of those weird years like back right. in the – the Seahawks were seven and nine and rolled into the playoffs. But I guess what? Didn't they win their first round game? They did, right? Yes. The Seahawks that year? yes. Every team so, that's made the playoffs under 500 has won their first game. Uh, listen, <laughs> the, thing, the thing with Washington is that they are the best team in the division. Uh, before the season, Joe Calvrice and I both said if Alex Smith is a starting quarterback, they're going to be in the playoffs. They yeah. didn't start with Alex Smith. He's out last week. You got yeah. this idiot, Dwayne Haskins, who is going to strip clubs. But Another idiot. Ball. Another um, idiot. What a, what a moron. He's 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 a horrendous quarterback too. So yeah. if he's, I think if he's going to end up playing in this game, and I think that's why I'm going to lean towards Carolina. But hey, if Alex Smith is you know a warrior like he is, and he guts this one out, then we're looking at the NFC East champs here. So for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Washington at home. I think that the. Uh, Every betting line, if you want to bet the spread, the total, and, and the money line on Washington, whatever your your flavor is in terms of what you're comfortable doing there, you, you can you can go ahead and do that. I mean, there's there's obviously no guarantees in betting. What I'd like to do in my philosophy in betting is just to place an educated, a, a, what I call a good bet. And I think Joe knows what I mean by that. It's a good bet. Plus 100 at home, a coin flip game is a good bet. Even if you lose that game, you can kind of, say my money my money was 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 stretched in the right direction right. absolutely all right next game up here we are going to look at the denver broncos taking on the chargers another game which really does not matter other than the quarterback progression here for Locke and herbert and you, you've seen the all season the, the chargers they get these leads they can't hold them Looks like Anthony Lynn's going to be on the outside looking in next season. Uh, we'll start with Joe Q on this one. Um, who's starting a quarterback today for uh, Denver? It's Locke. It's Drew Locke? Yeah. Um, I just don't know what's going on with Denver anymore. Um, if, I, if I'm if i a better I, – I mean, pers- me personally, I, I don't – I don't. I would never touch this game. Um, I, I If I had to, to, to put – my money somewhere, it's going to be on the Chargers. Um, but I wouldn't feel really good about it. I think it's going to be – I think this is going to be one of the, the weirder ones of the of the day I, in terms of uh, game flow and things like that. There's really no predictability in terms of where it's going to go. I mean, they still have a guy like Von Miller who can make a big play and turn things around um, at a blink of an eye. But then the Chargers also have playmakers as well. So I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't touch this. If I had to, I'd pick the Chargers. I think it's – you just go with the home team here just because I don't I – don't, I don't feel good about it in general. <laughs> All right, Joe. I, I saw you kind of laughing during Joe's pick there. So what do you have to say? Yeah, it seems like since Herbert cut his hair that the Chargers have just been totally inept. Uh, so I think it was a mistake to cut the flow. You never cut the flow. <laughs> unless unless you're a guy like Jacob deGrom and you can handle him cutting the handle flow. It, you, never, right. you never, never, never cut the flow. Uh uh, but yeah, I mean, I, the the Broncos are very, very hard to peg. I I, I had them in the playoffs at the beginning of the season. Uh, I don't think Fangio is a bad coach. I just think he's super conservative. Uh, I think a lot of things have worked against the Broncos, like injuries and stuff like that. Um, they they lost Drew Lock for a couple of games this season. Even in the games that he's played, uh, he has not looked really great. So, uh, you know, that'll that'll. Be, we'll be mindful of that next season because next season is probably it for him as a starter, I think. But uh, focusing on the now, again, these two teams, not really much to play for. But I do think that the Chargers in this spot uh, will be more motivated uh, to get this game, not only uh, because you know they want to get off the schneid and 
And the Chargers, I think, are more talented than their record indicates. Uh, but they'll probably want to win one for Anthony Lynn, too, because I agree with Nick. I think he's going to be shown the door at the end of the season. I think he's going to be fired. Uh, I think he's going to be looking for a new job at the end of this, uh, the, the, the end of the season. So I think the Chargers here will get that game for him. I think they'll they'll come out. They'll be inspired. They'll play really well. Uh, I'm going to lay the two and a half with them. I think Herbert has a big game. I'm going to take the Chargers here. All right, give me the Broncos plus two and a half. I'll keep it close. <laughs> Chargers will win, but the Broncos two, Broncos two and a half. All right, next game up is another game with big playoff seeding implications. Here you got the Rams, who are currently the sixth seed at nine and five, taking on the Seahawks, who is currently a three seed at ten and four. So we'll do a little swap here. That one are the Rams. The Rams are one and a half underdogs. They're going to Seattle. There's no fans. It doesn't really matter. So give me the Rams in this one of the big bounce back. Every time in this division you think this team's going to take off, they come back and the other team ascends. It's usually the Rams. So it's going to come down to the last week to see who's actually getting the home game in the playoffs. But I'm going to pick the Rams in this one. Sean McVay, he's going to dial up some great offensive attacking here. And there's going to be nothing that Jamal Adams and the Seahawks defense can do. Uh, this gets game a game you're probably going to look at the over in. But... You know, you have Aaron Donald's back there. He never makes things easy for the opposing quarterbacks. So I'll pick the Rams here, plus one and a half, and I think they're going to win the game as well. All right, Joe C. I'm going to lean the other way. Uh, this game is always – this Rams-Seahawks game in Seattle always seems to be close. Uh, the last time we watched these two teams play, uh, Russell Wilson was making huge, huge plays. Uh, I think you're right. I think this – I think the Rams will be able to score a little bit. Uh, the over-under in this game is 47.5. I think that's too low. I think both of these teams can definitely get into the mid to high 20s at the very least. Uh, so I'm going to hammer the over. Uh, Rams money line at 105 is very, very enticing. But I do think the Seahawks will be able to squeeze out this game. I think they're going to lock up the NFC West. Uh, I think last week was a huge shell shock for the Rams. I think uh, – Coming into last week, I think a lot of people, their perception had changed on the Rams because of some of the games that they won in the middle of the season, and they looked really good, and that defense, uh, for the most part, is really good, uh, but still a very top-heavy team, uh, like the Seahawks, both the same in that regard. Uh, I had Russell Wilson as my MVP pick for this this year. That's not going to happen, but I do think he's got a couple of really good performances left in him. He always seems to play well against the Rams at home, so I'm going to take the Seahawks at home. I'm going to lay the one and a half. Uh, I'm not too scared about that. Uh, the Seahawks have kind of been iffy at home this year. You know, a lot of much closer games than you would expect. Uh, I don't think this one's going to be any different, uh, but I do think the Seahawks will be able to pull it out. All right, Joe Q. So um, I am a big fan of Russell Wilson. Um, I do like uh, what he's able to do from the quarterback position. Uh, my only problem this year in watching this team is um, a team that beat them that I happen to be a, a big fan of the New York Giants. I think the Rams are just a better version of the Giants, a more polished version of the Giants with a better quarterback and, and bigger pieces. So um, if the Seahawks haven't fixed that issue, I think the Rams go into to Seattle again with no fans it's a lot easier these days. Um, and give the Seahawks the same problems the Giants were giving them. And, and I know you mentioned Aaron Donald. I think uh, he's going to play a big role, and, and that pass rush in general is going to play a big role. I think that um, that right side of the offensive line has been letting Russell down um, pretty consistently all year. So um, I think that the you said that the plus 105 for the Rams is enticing, and it is. I think that your money could could, could definitely – uh, be well spent there. I actually think that the minus 125 is too high for, for Seattle. I thought that this spread, this money line at least, would be maybe uh, both in the minuses, maybe like a, a one of minus 105, more of an even spread, to be honest. Um, but I think the Rams go in there, and I think they come out with the win. Um, and that's that's I think that's the third game that, that I've selected that has – um, that plus 100 range, but this is the first game where the road team would, would come out on top. So um, I just think the Rams are, are a better version of the teams that have already beaten Seattle and given them a lot of trouble. So I think that uh, 
I don't think with COVID and everything like that, that is happening and they're, everything is irregular in practice that they don't have the time to fix the issues. So I think they're going to be stuck with the same problems and, and, and unfortunately come out with the, I can see the Rams winning maybe like 27, 24, something like that. Definitely comes down a close game, but, but uh, I think the Rams win. Our next game up. Eagles and the Cowboys, another huge game for playoff implications <laughs> here in the NFC least. Uh, surprisingly, the Eagles are three-point favorites in Dallas. So I think Dallas is going to win this game because they have <laughs> they want to win the division here. They have a good shot at it at this point. And I'm going to say Dallas is going to win the game outright. So plus three, give me Dallas here. Over under 50 is pretty big uh, number there for the most part. But Dallas is going to win, and they're going to be looking to win the division next week when they play the Giants on NBC in prime time at 820, uh, which is just mind-boggling, and I hate it. Because <laughs> it's, oh, the Cowboys. Oh, you just hate the Cowboy talk. But uh, Cowboys are going to win this one. All right, Joe Q, what do you think? Uh, I agree wholeheartedly with you. It, it hurts, but that is literally, if I were to paint the picture um, of a uh, scenario – that has played out time and time again in the NFC East is that the Cowboys somehow, some way, put themselves in a position towards the end of the year to play a primetime game against the New York football giants and come out with a win um, that propels them to, to the next step. Because obviously we're not too high on the giants today, right? They're playing a tough team. Um, Dallas is very familiar with the Eagles. The Eagles are very familiar with Dallas. Um, but again, I think this is one of those games where the Eagles just don't have it together. Carson Wentz, I don't think, is he starting today or is it, are they starting somebody else? He's got to start, right? It's Hurts. They're starting, they're starting Jalen Hurts? Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to play, yeah. You know what? I kind of like the Eagles in this game. That changes everything for me, to be <laughs> honest. To be honest, I just think, I just think that, I, I know Dallas has the playoff. I just don't think it's enough. I don't think they can get over the hump. You know, I think that they needed that dynamic uh, player at the quarterback position for what they had planned for this year. And Andy Dalton is not that. Andy Dalton couldn't win with A.J. Green in his prime. Okay? So... Yeah, I mean, the playoffs five years in a row. Right. But, I mean, that, what is that worth? You know what I mean? And I also think they had a better overall unit than than he's dealing with right now. So... I actually like the, the Eagles in this game to play spoiler um, and just, just to add to a wacky year in the NFC East. So I'll take the Eagles. Eagles, of course, still in play as well. So they'll be playing. Yeah, I think the Eagles. Yeah. They'll play. If they can get to, they'll get to five. See, so I'm going to go to five, nine, and one, uh, which means if Washington loses and they beat Washington next week, and I guess the Giants have to beat the Cowboys, they could still get to the, the playoffs. All right, Josie, what do you think? I mean, I think Jalen Hurts has been outstanding the last couple of weeks. I think he's given the Eagles exactly what they needed. Uh, I think – I wouldn't say he's their franchise starter moving forward, but I think he's earned the opportunity to to have the chance to be the starter coming out of training camp to start the season next year. Uh, so I think Hurts has been a revelation for this offense. I think he's been really good. Uh, I see what you guys are saying with Dallas – uh, but I think with the way Hertz has played the last couple of weeks, with the way that offense has played, uh, they look a little more explosive than they, they have in the last season or two. Uh, the offense is looking more like the offense that got to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, uh, as opposed to the one that's been a little bit dormant recently. Uh, so I think Hertz has given them a huge, huge lift. Uh, I think the games that they've played with him at quarterback uh, against the Saints, against the Cardinals, uh, just against super, super competitive teams. Uh, I think they get a little bit of a reprieve now because Dallas is not as good. Uh, I'm not really intimidated at Dallas in this spot. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with them laying the three. Uh, I think they're going to win this game outright. Uh, I think uh, the most underrated part about this game uh, is the, the the position that Doug Peterson is in. Is he on the hot seat? Is he not on the hot seat? Uh, he only won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but again, that that was a couple of years ago. Uh, so the Eagles with Jeffrey Lurie may be looking to make a change. Uh, Howie Rosen could be out. Uh, Doug Peterson could be out. So that bears watching here. But I think if the Eagles win this game and win Week 17 and, and win out with Hurts and look promising, 
uh, then I could see them both keeping their jobs and then I could see them both uh, staying around for next year. So I think that game is huge. That's huge uh, in regard to this game. Uh, So I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the three. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I I really, really do. I think uh, giving them a lift at the exact time that they needed it. uh, I don't think either of the teams are going to catch Washington. Like I said, because I think Washington is going to win that game. Uh, but this game is very, very intriguing if Washington does lose for, you know, for Dallas and, and next week and, and what lies ahead. Uh, but give me the Eagles minus three. Yeah. Next game up, you got the Titans taking on the Packers in Lambeau. Packers looking to get that one seed locked up. The Packers are three-point favorites. Give me the MVP. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me the Packers in this one. Uh, I think you might have to give me the over as well because <laughs> – <laughs> the defense is still not that good, but you know what? Aaron Rodgers scores enough touchdowns that it doesn't really play too much of a factor in the regular season, especially at Lambeau. So I'll go with the Packers in this one. Uh, you know, Jones is going to run the ball a lot as well in the cold weather. So uh, I think uh, no, no disrespect to the Titans here, but Packers are the better team. And, you know, we saw with the AFC South matchup previously where the Packers went to Indianapolis and, the, the Packers were going to win that game in overtime if, if not for a, a fumble uh, by the wide receiver. You know, you knew Rodgers was going down the field to score there. So uh, I think the Packers have shown, because I think the Colts and the Titans are pretty evenly matched in that respect. So, uh, you know, that that's that's my theory here. So I'll go with the Packers in this one. Jose? Yeah, I. this is a really, really good game. Yeah, it is. I mean, we can't, can't understate that. Uh, the fact that we're getting this game in prime time is is big. Uh, I love the the whole Lafleur thing. I, I think it's sneaky, probably one of the most underrated games in the whole year. Uh, I think the the over under is way too high. I think fifty three and a half is way too high. I think both teams are going to be looking to run the ball and and uh, they'll have some pace to the game, and it's not going to be a fast pace. So uh, it's going to be a much much more methodical undertone to this game. Uh, you're one hundred percent right with Aaron Rodgers, as you always are. Uh, I think Rodgers, if he, if they win out and the Packers get the number one seed, he will win the MVP, plain and simple, right? Uh, and I think that they will win out, and I think he's going to win the MVP at this point. So, uh, and I don't think the three is a big line to 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 lay at home. Uh, I think everything is setting up really, really nicely for the Packers. Uh, teams are not going to want to go and play there in, in the cold weather with no fans. Uh, in January, with the way it's setting up, that's gonna, that's a huge, huge factor. So, give me the Packers minus three. I think they'll keep Derrick Henry in check. Uh, I like the Titans as a team. Uh, I think they're capable of going up there and being super competitive with Green Bay. And uh, I think they're one of the better teams in the AFC, the one of the more explosive teams in the AFC. Uh, but I think Rodgers will keep this game in check. Uh, I don't think he's going to have his biggest game of the season. He's Probably more or less going to have 250, two touchdowns, uh, you know, something in that range. But I do think that the Packers are the better team. I think they'll cover uh, in the spot in prime time, and I think they'll win this game. All right, Joe Q. So this was a spot I was waiting for. I know I mentioned that there was a team that I felt was underrated. And it's the Tennessee Titans. Now, when you look at the Packers, you got to ask yourself, who have they beat? Name, name, name a good team that they've beaten. And they had a really soft, favorable schedule. Just the way it turned out in terms of how those other teams lined up, I don't see a quality win there, right? And they had that tough game against Phillip Rivers and the Colts, but they end up losing it, right? The Titans beat the ever-living God out of the Bills. <laughs> the Titans beat uh, the Colts, and the Titans also beat the Ravens, right? So they have some quality wins, and they've also t- taken oh. care of those easier teams as well. Um, this is also a playoff team from a year ago. They have one of the best running backs, arguably the best running back in football right now in Derrick Henry, a guy who can just go from zero to a hundred, you know, backs against the wall. You're on your one yard line and there goes Derrick Henry into your secondary. And you're like, Oh, please God. No, that guy had a family. Don't run him over. So, um, you got a great quarterback in Tannehill. I don't want to say great. I mean, he's, he's solid, just solid. One of those quarterbacks where you're like, Ryan Tannehill, solid. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, he can run a little bit. Um, they have uh, tight ends who can who can make plays. They have a, a solid defense, and I really like their head coach. I really think that out of all of Bill Belichick's disciples, Rabel has really figured something out and found his own identity in a niche um, um, as a head coach. So I really like the, the Titans in this game. I don't think they're getting enough respect. Um, 
I just I just really like the Titans. I like the the body of work they put together. Do I think this is going to be a close game? Yes. But again, with no fans, how much of a factor is playing in Lambeau going to be? I think that their team is is fine. Tennessee that is playing on cold weather, warm weather, it doesn't really matter, it doesn't really affect them. Um, but for for my money, uh, let me just take a peek at the line again. Um, plus 150 on the Tennessee Titans. If you're looking for one game to bet on, and, and to bet, take that money line, that 150, and put some money and don't pair it with any, anything else that can ruin your day. And just sit back and see what happens. I bet that's that I'm personally going to do that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Plus 150 on a team with 10 wins and three quality wins, really quality wins against quality teams. Teams are going to the playoffs. And then you look at the Packers and that really soft schedule. I, I, I really, really like that game. All right, Packers, they did beat the Saints, so that's a quality win. Uh, Vrabel did play for Belichick, but he was not—he was never a coach with him, so maybe he's descendant. We don't know. Uh, and I got to say, you know, you, you give, you're, you're, you're not loving the Bills, but uh, you know, the Bills—they had to move their schedule around because of COVID due to the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. So you know, we'll see how much that factors in. But the next game up is the Bills. The Bills are playing the Patriots. I think we're going to end up seeing Jared Stidham in this one, but. Minus seven. Give me the AFC East champs, the Buffalo Bills, and Josh Allen, who's going to finish in third in the MVP voting here. <laughs> he's probably the third best quarterback in the league right now, or you know, at least the top five. You love what he does with his ability. So Bills are going to win this one. Patriots, they're out of the playoffs. I got nothing to play for. Uh, they'll probably lose to the Jets next week as well. So give me the Bills in this one. And Josh Allen has another good game. All right, Joe Q, what do you think? Um, sorry, the uh, I can't see who they're playing. Who are the Bills playing again? Patriots. Oh, the the Bills are playing. Yeah, I mean the Patriots have nothing to play for. Cam Newton has something to play for because again he's good on job. that one year. He's on that one year contract. <laughs> he's on that one year contract, and as as funny as it as it seems, I can honestly see the New York Giants taking a flyer on Cam Newton oh. and bringing him into camp next year. Listen, I yeah, I know, I, I feel the same way because he's not the same player. But Don't get Andrew I, Luck. Yeah, yeah. Knock on his door, see if he's coming out. I think he's done. But, Luck to the Patriots. Um, I I think that the the Patriots as a unit. Uh, are kind of over this year. I think Belichick is 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 over this year. Um, he'll obviously never come out and say that because he's a very prideful guy, and I'm sure um, that that there are going to be guys out there who are who are playing for jobs. But that's about it. The Patriots are just they have individuals playing for jobs. This is not going to be a team effort. You might have a standout performance here and there, um, but yeah, Buffalo Buffalo goes to New England, handles business. Um, but I also think there's a hollow shell in Buffalo. Buffalo reminds me of a, a team in baseball, um, and I'll see if you can name it, Nick. That, Blue Jays. That, uh, that that tears <laughs> up the regular season, and then the postseason is just crickets, crickets, Yankees. crickets. Could be the Yankees. That's a good. That's a good comparison. But <laughs> Joe didn't like that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't I like think the I don't exactly. There you go. That's what I was thinking of. I don't think the Bills. Uh, make a deep run into the playoffs. Unfortunately, it's, I just don't know what it is over there. But I don't think they can. They no, they have figured out. I don't know how they. I don't know if they figured out how to win in the playoffs yet and, and have that winning culture tr- uh, translate over because we've seen Josh Allen in the big moments. And have you liked what you've seen? Because it Love makes it. me a little Love nervous it. in the big moments. It makes me a little nervous. But um, I think I'd like to see him stay in the pocket more. And in those bigger moments and try to trust his wide receivers. I, I see him in those bigger moments. If you notice, he likes to get out of the pocket and uh, kind of gets himself into trouble throwing across his body and things like that. But um, yeah, Buffalo goes in, kills New England, and, and that's all she wrote. All right, Joe Calabrese, what do you think? Yeah, this is an important game. If the if the Bills want to prove that they are a buzzsaw when it comes to the playoffs, then this is a game that they should win. Uh, Patriots are now out. You know, it's really weird to see the Patriots not make the playoffs for the first time in however many years. I don't understand. Why is Newton starting? You got to play Stidham. Yeah, no, absolutely. You got to play Stidham. You have to, to, to see if you have a few, the future on your team. Jimmy Garoppolo, and, next quarterback for the New England Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> and I do Jones. think that the uh, – I think that Josh Allen uh, has a chance to finish second in the MVP race if, if he finishes out the season well. Uh, because I think that 
wow. he has the opportunity to finish ahead of Mahomes. I know it's not really too popular of a take. Uh, obviously, Mahomes and Rodgers are one two in the NFL right now, but I just think with the way that Josh Allen has played this season, uh, I mean, he's been really, really, really freaking good, and and that team is really, really good. And I think uh, if 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 I had to rank the teams that I think could win the Super Bowl today, they're definitely in the top five. I think they're just very, very complete. I think they've they've had a couple performances here and there where you question them a little bit, but overall, the defense is really good. So, Joe, let me get the top healthy. five. You got Packers. Saints, the, Chiefs, well, the, Steelers, the Chiefs. and Bills. Uh, I throw out the Steelers. All right, so who's your fifteen there? The Colts. Uh, I say so. Number one is the Chiefs. Obviously, you give respect to the champs. Number two is the Packers. Number three, right now, is the Saints. Number four, I think would put the, would put the Bills. And number five, I would put the Seahawks over just because I think over the Rams, the, over the Bucks, the the team from the NFC have an easier chance because I think right. Kansas city is so good at whoever they play. Like they're going to prove they're going to drain whoever they play. Uh, I think the bills match up really, really well with a, a bunch oh, of yeah. the other teams at the top of the AFC standings. Uh, they just beat, they beat Pittsburgh. Uh, they played Tennessee really, really tough. They, they could play the Colts tough. Uh, so I think those are, those are the five, I think that I, I would list in order of who I think can win the Super Bowl. Uh, but for in terms of this game, I think the Bills go into New England. They win and they cover. So I'll so. give my Super Bowl picks in two weeks on our show. But uh, you know, I premium I, picks. I, I'm, I'm liking. I'm liking. I'm saying for the Bills. So Joe, uh, it's been it's been great having you on. We appreciate it. We give our guests the last words. So the last words we want from you. I mean, if you want to talk about the Mets, you can. But uh, mm-hmm. real quick, give us your Super Bowl matchup. Who's playing in the Super Bowl? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, will match up. Against now, the NFC is a little bit more tricky. Uh, man, Blake Martinez is playing by the way. For there you go. is he? He's not a pro baller, but he's still the best linebacker. In the league. <laughs> man, the NFC is such a, a shoot. I know, I know somebody's going to be playing the, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's that's what I know. Um, I'm not really sure who it was. Well, it could be, has anything to do about it. It could be, it could be, yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I just I man, listen, it would be fun to watch. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are Bills fans and um I, I have a lot of empathy for Bills fans. I mean, I'm a Giants fan. Not that I was of age when this was going on, but I've seen the film from my parents and things like that of the wide right field goal and and I mean a franchise who goes to the Super Bowl, what is it was it three times in a row or four? Four. Four trips in a row. And you come up blank, man. I'm praying for you guys. I would love to see Buffalo. Why not? Why not? 2020 is a weird year. Maybe Joe, the Bills Joe's win. Got, Joe's got the Chiefs going back to back, which which is fair. I do. Right. I no, do. no problem with that. All right, that's gonna do it here for you know I'm right on football. Enjoy the games and best of luck with your bets. So for our special guest Joe Quinones, for my co-host Joe Calabrese, I'm Nick Durst, and this has been you know I'm right on football. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.